It's another Sunday night watching the superstars fight. You know it's what we love to do. Talking about NXT or WWE, and we can't forget about AEW. Viewers' choice on the North South Coast. Viewers' choice on the North South Coast. Viewers' choice on the North South Connection. North South Connection podcast listeners, welcome back to another fantastic edition of Viewers Choice here and only here on the North South Connection. I am Tim, joined as always by my best friend in the whole freaking world and the co-host of WWE's War here on the North South Connection, Marcus. Marcus, how are you? I'm good, man. And for a non-smoker like myself, I might need a cigarette. What a main event we just had. You got to um, wipe yourself down with a nice moist towelette. <laughs> Take a little whore's bath. Yeah, you got to uh, get, get my get bearings yourself. together. But I, I'm, I am actually excited to run down this event with you. So um, this, of course, was live from Providence, Rhode Island. Did you know that, Tim? I did. The Dunkin' Donuts Center. The Dunkin' Donuts Center. That's right. Um, and to anybody new to the podcast, we basically will tell you what to skip what to watch uh or you just don't listen to us at all and go do whatever you want to do you're grown i don't know uh <laughs> but <laughs> gonna run down the card real quick spoiler alerts uh fast forward if you don't want it here none of that uh our first match of the evening we got the american nightmare cody rhodes defeating seth rollins omas defeats big god big bob lashley Edge defeats AJ Styles. Ron Rousey becomes the new SmackDown Women's Champion by defeating Charlotte Flair in an I Quit match. Madcap Moss defeats Happy Corbin. And in our main event of the evening, the Bloodline, Ooh Roman Reigns, and Usos. The Usos defeat Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. Now you would never know that possibly we have covered all of what we just said before. You don't know that. We do. Not at all. But either way, uh, let's get right into what's must watch. And it's what you have palpitations from. It's why you need to take a wash up. That's right. Uh, it is that banger six man tag main event. Man, like, I don't know why, but if there's like one thing that WWE does really well, it's main event six man tags. This was dope. This was go ahead, check this one out. Go out of your way. Go watch it. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Um, nonstop action. Everything kept building and building. Um, some really awesome storytelling between the two proper tag teams and then also between Reigns and McIntyre. And my big takeaway is I don't even miss Brock Lesnar. That is how well Drew McIntyre came across. And he came across so strongly because Roman Reigns in his God mode is selling fear and reluctancy to matching up with Drew McIntyre. And that is just an ace MVP move uh, by Roman Reigns. Tremendous. Um, yeah, I loved everything about this match. How do you feel, Tim? I also loved everything about it. I know that what is sweeping the news and the uh, the hot sheets, if you will, is uh, the fact that Roman Reigns in Trenton, New Jersey, just leading into the pay-per-view saying he's working on the next level the next phase of his career and i hope that that just means he's going to be a tv wrestler and he's not going to be really doing many house shows yeah um that would be really fantastic and great because absolutely roman reigns is nowhere close to being done um i know that 
internally between the two of us, we've talked about this, you know, being that Hollywood rock run for Roman, but even Hollywood rock wasn't hitting on so many cylinders that Roman is. Yeah. Rock worked with hurricane on TV. Right. And that was fun. Right. But Hollywood rock worked with Hollywood Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hollywood, Hollywood, and Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg. Um, not exactly. Um, a murder. Not exactly rough. Right. Um, he's not in there alone. Let's let's say that. Um, you know, he he's working with some true star power in all three of those programs. Uh, Roman Reigns, for what he's been doing since SummerSlam 2020. Um, I mean, it's been remarkable. I, I, I don't think we've seen this kind of run of continual excellence. It's a true God mode run. It is. And, and I'm very happy that they mentioned it on commentary. I understand that a lot of that is spoken into existence by the McMahon. But uh, in either event, it being acknowledged on television during commentary means that there is some validity to it. You know, mm-hmm. whether they're speaking it into existence or not. It is valid. There's never been a run like this. I mean, they they mentioned it on commentary that the most profitable quarter in WWE history involves Roman Reigns at the helm. Yeah. That bumps bumps Hogan down a level. That bumps Austin down a level. That bumps Cena down a level. Like, I know that. People like to romanticize how great Stone Cold Steve Austin was and how much he meant to the WWE. But Roman is like tiptoeing close to being like the guy for WWE of all time. Yeah, like he's not the cultural phenomenon, right? So like if you're throwing that into the conversation, okay, like he doesn't touch Austin. He doesn't touch Hogan. He doesn't touch Rock. He's in the conversation with Cena. But... If you're talking strictly as a viewer of WWE programming, Roman Reigns is having to run as good as anybody's ever had. See, I recently got into an argument with a friend of mine about the greatness of Stone Cold Steve Austin and whether or not Stone Cold Steve Austin would belong on a Mount Rushmore of WWE. Okay. I am the one who entertains the idea of taking him off. For the simple fact of this, and I know we're this is going into the weeds, but I feel like it needs to be mentioned. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the top of the heap during the hottest point, but it wasn't Steve alone that made it the hottest point. Everything was hot, which raised the scale of everyone up. To me, what Roman is doing is greater than what Austin was doing for the simple fact that Roman is doing it at a time period where it is not smoldering. Mm. It is not a hot, fiery inferno of wrestling. It's almost like Brady with the 08 Patriots, the undefeated team up until the Super Bowl versus Brady with like any of the Patriots teams of the last five years, whatever, when they get get strung strung together a couple of Super Bowls Mm -hmm. or like the talent necessarily isn't all there but the results still come as opposed to the 08 where it's just like all-star after all-star after all-star lined up with brady on like a dream team 
Um, it's a fascinating discussion, maybe one that we could potentially get into on our new side venture, uh, a limited series, if you will, right here on North-South Connection. But uh, I'll, I'll leave that as a tease. Yes. Just a taste, uh, as a friend way, would say. Regardless of the, the thoughts and opinions expressed by Tim Taylor over the last 45 seconds, this this six-man tag is scandal-proof. Roman Reigns, like everybody just played their part to perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone was vulnerable. Everyone was awesome. No complaints whatsoever. Also, sneaky backstory coming out of this match. They have to do Orton versus Reigns, right? Yeah, because Orton caught him out of nowhere. And also, like, the fans, like, calling for Orton to get in there with Reigns mm-hmm. during the hot tag. And it ends up, you know, the other Uso gets in the ring. But, like, yeah, anytime those two touched, um, you know, not to take away from the story being set up with McIntyre and, and Reigns coming up. But, like, you might want to take a pivot and visit Orton versus Reigns in a one-off because, I mean, there is definitely tons of money to be made there. And I think people really want to see it. And I think it's very timely with Orton just surpassing his 20-year anniversary. Uh, you know, I think there is some really good storytelling to be had there with him versus Reigns uh, building up to that for a match. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see what they do. Right. I mean, that's what I want. It's not. There's not too many times, I think, that we can get to Randy being legitimately in the world title picture and he's an underdog like he's never presented that way right Right. this is totally fresh randy orton as a 20-year vet underdog almost like george foreman Mm asked yeah there's some real good uh storytelling to be had there what else is must watch Um, for you must watch for me i'm gonna go ahead and uh give the big boys some love man i really liked (laughs) omos versus bob lashley and one, Bob Lashley is that dude. Brock who? <laughs> Big Bob. Bob Lashley. Big Bob Lashley. His presentation, his look, like it's all just still like it already came together during the title, um, the title win, the hurt business and all that stuff. But like now that they've stripped all that away from him, it's still going. And I'm really excited uh, to see what Bob Lashley can do moving forward. thought he did a great job with Omos. Um, and, um, I'm going to give it a must watch because I am interested and invested in the growth of Omos because it's not every day that you can get an athletic, well-built seven plus footer who actually displays like some competence with wrestling. Very true. Um, Um, so yeah, that's, that's must watch for me. I don't know if I agree, but you are entitled to your own opinion. Uh, not to say I didn't. Not to say I didn't like it, but in a point where you gotta, where we're picking like absolutely must watch versus, you know, catch it at your own risk, I'm leaning more towards that. Okay. Um, it was not offensive at all. I think, honestly, truthfully, there's not a lot on this card that was offensive, if anything. Like, I think everything, not to steal a line from you, but I'll, I think everything here was at least at replacement level or above. Um, not to say everything is must watch, but I'd also say like not a lot of stuff is must skip. 
You know what I mean? I don't think there's anything really that's must skip. Even yeah. even Rhonda and Charlotte. Yeah, we can talk about them now. Let's let's go ahead and get into it. Um I'm going to go ahead and and give it a skip. Um it doesn't mean it was bad. It's better than the Mania match. Still not as good as the Survivor Series 18 match that they had. Um but somewhere in the middle of those two matches, I think this match lands. It's still a bit it's like maybe I need to change my expectations with Ron Rousey. She's she just hasn't had time or the opportunity. Oh, there's that word again. To become a polished worker. So all of her movements look robotic. Um, nothing looks natural for somebody who, you know, world is a world class fighter. Right. Fighting looks very unnatural for them in the sphere of the WWE. Right. Um, I think it's pun- I, th- I think it's a lot of a lot of not wanting to hurt someone when their entire life has been about pain. <laughs> I, th- I think that that definitely plays a part, but there's like moments where it's like, oh, is it my turn to hit you or is it your turn to hit me? Right. And it's those kind of hiccups that like I would expect to see that on NXT 2.0, not in the match for the SmackDown Women's Championship, like third from the top. Right. I think my biggest problem with Ronda Rousey isn't the hiccups. It's that when she is expected or when she is going over, she gets extra verbal and not in the good way. Like, I mean, also just from her entrance. I yeah. knew who was going over. Like, she somebody needs to teach her how to talk in sound bites because she is like in the middle of a match, like having full complex sentences, like subject, predicate, <laughs> adjectives, <laughs> adverbs, the whole like sentence just, bracketing. Oh my god, it's so <laughs> complex. I'm like, it's like I was waiting for you to say that. B and like no i don't need that again it's this, unnatural right this this is the new are you ready for a new raw women's champion yeah it's unnatural yeah she just she's she's unnatural and i think it's because one she's still learning how to work but two she's learning how to be a sports entertainer so she's also learning how to be an actress on the fly and learning how to remember live action theater in one take in front of the world instead of hey go be the ronda rousey that was in ufc taking people's arms off in 30 seconds putting the fear of god into women did you watch the fast and the furious that she was in i did not okay be the ronda rousey that was in the fast and the furious who was like beating michelle rodriguez beating the dog out of her all over the building in like a prom dress like do that i don't you didn't say much then I don't need you to say more now. Yeah. If I say any more, I'm going to sound like Jim Cornette and that's not what I'm aiming for. But yeah, they just, they've taken the edge off of her and she's just become like, she's become like new Bailey somehow, like baby face Bailey. Right. Like (laughs) how long until she, uh, gets out on stage and she cuts the kilt into smithereens. Right. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Only a matter of time. Um, by the way, if you don't want to be Cornette, just get the burger towel out of the shot and we'll be okay. <laughs> um, this 
this isn't like a must watch or a must skip thing, but well, I'm going to borrow from our other intellectual property. I want to give green points to matches ending with a wrestling move. Big night for that, right? Yeah. Cody beaten Seth on the reversal of an O'Connor roll. Mm-hmm. Happy Corbin winning with a sunset flip. Not everything needs to happen a long and drawn out finish. Like or correction or Matt Cat Moss with the sunset flip. Oh, so yeah. I, I knew it was a sunset flip and I knew who won. I just, in my head, I transposed it. We want the best for Baron Corbin. That's all. Very <sighs> pro Baron Corbin podcast. Very pro Baron Corbin life. I, I just like seeing matches that end from a wrestling move, not like a finisher per se, but mm. sure. it, was, it was still good nonetheless. Um, is there anything else that's must skip for you? Um, I mean, I think you must skip Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin if we right. can say that, but you know, it's just fine. Um, I've got two here that I'm gonna put on must watch. Um, I'll take one, I'll save uh, the flowers for your boy for you. Uh, I'm gonna say go ahead and check out Spooky Edge versus AJ Styles. I rather enjoyed this matchup, and I wish that again, like, I wish this is the match they would have had at WrestleMania. Um, there was just more, more story in this matchup. I thought they wrestled uh, like a more intense style because they're further along in the feud. Thought this is one of Edge's better showings that didn't involve Roman Reigns. Um, Edge, I'm starting to see at least a little bit more of what this new um, James Lipton character is supposed to be. <laughs> Inside James the wrestler lifted. studio. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as he quits dissing the local sports teams and, you know, quit quits fat shaming people. Um, I, you know, I think that this edge character can be interesting considered or considering what is an alternative on WWE programming. Rhea Ripley is going to single handedly get me to pay attention to Judgment Day. So we all knew, like this was happening, right? Oh, it was. It was uh, to quote a friend of ours, one hundred percent. But the reveal itself was pretty good, and it got a really good, genuine reaction out of the crowd. The only thing that killed it was commentary. To me, what killed it? I was cool with commentary. What killed it for me was I could tell by. The attire of the person who it was. Oh, uh, dead giveaway. It it was real dead giveaway. Like for me, commentary would have been better if it was like a plain black outfit instead of Rhea in Rhea pants Uh. doing a thing like and to me, I don't blame them for assuming it as a guy. See, to me, that was too heavy handed. Like you're just hammering home that it's Rhea Ripley or a female with like the, who is he? 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 Like right. Byron said it like 10 times. Right. But yeah. But when does WWE let anything be obvious? <laughs> the fiend sitting in the front row for Charlotte. Versus <laughs> <laughs> okay. So maybe go back and just must watch Charlotte versus Ronnie because they're on the outside of the rig at one point and they're trying to have like 
a serious Oscar caliber moment. And uh, Pat McAfee just looks behind him there's a kid in a feed mask. And like because of the height of the child, they're like barely peeking over the barricade. And McAfee says, is that the fiend in the front row? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. Highlight of the match. Um, yes. But yeah, I'm going to say go ahead and check out Edge versus AJ Styles. Uh, I thought this was much closer to the um, supposed dream match um, that many people wanted as opposed to the WrestleMania match. For as much as you or as I've admitted to being on what we have officially referred to as the nightmare narcotic. (laughs) I don't have the flowers you've got for the opener. You don't. I don't think it's must skip. But I don't think it's must watch. I don't think it's as good as the WrestleMania match. So it is not as good as the WrestleMania match, but I enjoyed it more than the WrestleMania match. Yeah, I don't know if I enjoyed it more. I think that I think what really I try not to let outcome impact my enjoyment of a match. But I think I would have enjoyed this more had Seth gotten his win back leading into something. So you want full in WWE booking with full on Cody experience. Okay. Yes. See, I'm more interested in the fact that Cody got one on a surprise appearance and then Cody got one by winning dirty with a handful of trunks. Right. But I I don't care how he wins. He wins. The fans go, yay. And so he wins. I might just be grouchy. I don't know. Might be grouchy, man. I I enjoyed this match. It's not as good as the WrestleMania match, right? But it was a simpler match than WrestleMania with yes, a simpler it was. story, and I think that plays to the strengths of Cody. And what are you trying person, to say? That's the person we're trying to highlight. He's, what you, I think, what you, I think what he's better with the old school presentation. I don't think he's better trying to keep up with PWG style wrestling. There ain't nothing old school about that neck tattoo, bruh. <laughs> don't look at me like that. Speculation, Your Honor. Unbeknownst to you, <laughs> take it back. Um, I do. I can agree with all of that. Like it being a simpler story, it being, I would say it's tighter than the WWE or the WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. But I, and I think a lot of the nuance of the WrestleMania match makes it better. Um, but to me, it's not. It's not skip. It's just not must watch for I'm me. I'm gonna say go ahead and, and and must watch. I'm gonna give it the stamp. I must be feeling generous tonight. You're you grouchy. I'm generous. You must uh you must have made it a win after the last time I talked to you. Um but yeah I th- and honestly that that we literally have covered all six matches. Six matches if this is gonna be the template moving forward for the non stadium shows I'm here give for this it to me all day. This felt like a happy medium of like what I wish a takeover show would have been. Um, it's like a WWE version of takeover on the main card. It's like four big time matches and then two matches that kind of develop your mid card scene. Right. And a main event that like was a main event match. They very easily could have done on TV, but like given the build and the dynamics, they like honored it and made it a main event on pay-per-view. And it's one month that we don't have to have Roman blowing through another challenger. It's a month where we don't have to have the titles being uni- uh, unified, uh, you know, way too soon. 
it just lets things breathe. Like I'm here for it. I I thought this pay per view overall is a rousing success. I could nitpick, and I could really lean into the fact that there was one title match the entire card. There's like no U.S. title to be mm-hmm. seen, no Intercontinental title to be seen, no Raw Women's title to be seen. There's one woman's match on the card. And like, I get that three, four titles technically are tied up in the main event. And like your champions are being showcased, but it's, it's just tough for me, especially like, I guess it's a, it's a, I'm so used to seeing the presentation the way that it is now or the way that it has been that like when they give me like if they would have given me this before it was crammed down my throat that like titles were always on like premium live events Mm -hmm. and things like that, I would be more like I think I think the brainwashing and the the programming for me is like finally stuck and I'm just expecting there to be title matches or like maybe this is we're seeing an effective aw maybe where okay we're gonna run more pay-per-views in aw but these in-between pay-per-views that aren't gonna be stadium shows you're not gonna see all the stars now we're gonna build up you know a smaller menu with a higher quality product for the night but you're not gonna see the quantity of stars that you would for a stadium show and if that's the case moving forward i'm here for it it's something different, and I thought the formula tonight worked. I think so too, and I I I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I thought that overall, overall, um, without actually going into the nitty gritty and like breaking down each, I would say this event is must watch. I would too. As a I, whole, I, I would too. If, um, if you're looking just to put something on, I think this is like perfect event and. There's going to be things that catch your eye that like you won't be able to turn away from. The perfect event were not on this card. Oh, sorry. That is for... It should have been. It would have for, been if WCW would have won. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> um, but in either event, um, must-watch event for the both of us. Definitely more good than bad. Who is our MVP? Oh man, MVP of the night. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Randy Orton. Okay. I thought his performance in the six man tag, um, it really. Sometimes Randy Orton can give up the stage. I'm not gonna say play down, but he can give up the stage so that other people can shine and have that opportunity and kind of slip into, you know, veteran role. Um. But tonight, I mean, he was firing on all cylinders um, as hot as ever, as crisp as ever. And it gave that match like an additional extra star for star power Um, and not an MVP. But I think I wanted to bring him up. Main event Jay Uso, man, like main event Jay Uso is like an immediate plus 10. Like whatever his overall rating is, if he's like an 84 on SmackDown versus Raw. Like, main event Jay is like a 94. He's a big-time player. Um, And there's a little bit of iconography at the end of that uh, six-man tag where Jay and Roman hug. And Jay is actually a level below Roman, but Roman's not pulling him up anymore. He is evenly embracing him. And Roman pulls Jimmy up 
to their level. And I'm maybe looking way too deep into something, but I am still holding my stock that Jay Uso could be somebody who uh, ends this God run and spins off from this thing. But that's a different conversation for a different time. My MVP for the night is my boy Randy. What about you, Tim? Um, I cannot bet against Roman Reigns. Look, um, man, I tried, but he's the MVP. <laughs> Roman to me does he he checks every box. Um, not to steal a line from Taz, but definitely the mood changes when Roman Reigns is in the match versus anybody else. Mm. And he played well with all three of the other characters on the other side of the ring. Um, and it was Roman who single-handedly picked apart the competition. Little throwback to the shield. He Superman punched Orton out of the match. He rock bottom drew out of the match. And then when Riddle thought he had it, the sneak tag and the spear for the finish. Roman's that guy. Yeah. He's that guy. He's going to be that guy. He's going to seem to be that guy. I'm very excited to see where money in the bank takes us in Allegiant Stadium where somebody's going to get lucky. That's your boy. <sighs> I love Cody. But that is that is everything for us here from Viewer's Choice. As mentioned, the next time you'll hear from us is, of course, at Double or Nothing at the end of the month. So please look forward to that. Um, this isn't the last you're going to hear of us on the North-South Connection this week, though. Oh. Um, Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern, you will hear uh, Marcus and I uh, play a little high-low in regards to the greatest WWE wrestler ever revisited project. We are setting the timer for the hottest, the fastest 30 minutes in podcasting. And breaking down as many possible list makers as we can uh, in the allotted time. We thought this was going to be a two-week project. Nope. Worked now, ourselves into a shoot. We're just going to run this, and we're going until we get through everybody we want to cover, okay? <laughs> we're just going to have to live with that, okay? So check us out this Tuesday and every other Tuesday for the foreseeable future, that time slot may change. But whenever you want to hear about it, check us out at TNM Shows on Twitter. It's where you can listen to this podcast. It's where you can listen to our other stuff, viewers or not viewers' choice, final wrestling place, and where you can catch this other project. And of course, WWE War also here on the North South Connection. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, you absolutely can. At not the tool man for me, the wrestling speakeasy for Marcus. If you know, you know, a shout out to our friends, not North South connection related over at the soon to be named network with wonderful wrestling podcasts like at odds with wrestling with Joe Sposto and Adam van with, um, also with, we need wrestling with, uh, the dude and Brett over there, such good people, good times. And of course, other podcasts, Pod Van Dam, 3CT, and The A Show. Love to see it. Um, a shout out to our good friend, DeWiki, the sound maven, the jingle meister, uh, responsible for the sounders you're hearing right now. But we will be back here in about three weeks, four weeks time, or three weeks time for Double or Nothing. Double but or Daddy. Double or Daddy. And always remember, the choice is yours.